0: Welcome to the Arkansas Beer Cast with Big Ray and Mike from Craft Beer Bucket List. In this episode, we will be visiting an Arkansas brewery you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another fantastic episode of the Arkansas Beercast. I'm Big Ray. I'm one of your hosts. On the other side of the table here, I've got Mike. Thanks for tuning in again. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Diamond Bear Brewing in North Little Rock. And uh, Mike and I got to visit here, and we got a chance to talk to a handful of folks. And uh, it was just, it was a super exciting. It was a great time. Now, Mike and I had visited this brewery before on our own. We like to explore and go to breweries and try beer and talk to folks. And when we got the chance to come back just to record this podcast, it was super special. Um, Again, we got to meet Joe. Uh, He's the head brewer. We met the owner, Russ and Brittany. She's kind of a multifaceted individual. She's their tour guide. She does graphic design. She does several other things for the brewery. Just a super cool individual. And to sit down and just talk to everybody and, and dive into the conversations that you'll hear throughout the life cycle, of this podcast was so much fun. And uh, I'm going to stop talking for a minute so Mike can say something.
1: Um, <laughs> so, are you, are yeah, you still so, there, Mike? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> All have right. you ever seen that? What movie was it? Joaquin Phoenix that was in that movie. I'm still here. So uh, I it think was? so.
0: I believe yeah. so. Yeah,
1: I, I felt like that for a second. I'm like, I'm still here, right? Um. Yeah, so you and I visited this place a couple different times, and, and we really liked it. Um, I like the patio area. the The inside is is really cool as well. They got a good setup as far as like the the tap room, and like they got a beer store to the side. I don't know what that room is officially called. I call it the beer room because that's where they got all the goodies, and that's where I'd like to be all the time. Uh, but they got a cool patio. Um, you know, they're really close to a lot of different stuff, which we'll talk about here a little bit. But you know, the big thing is is they got good beer and they got good food.
0: They, they do have all of that. And you know what spoke to me? I remember the first time you and I pulled in the parking lot. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I think you were talking about the big or you thought I was pointing out this giant mural they have on the front with the bear. Right. But in front of that is a ray size chair. It's it's bigger than a ray size. It's It's bigger. Like I had room for another big ray in this chair with me because um, yeah, people only hear my voice. They don't know that I'm six five, my shoulders are 30 inches across. I should have been an NFL lineman, but no, I, I'm a beer podcaster. Um, so whatever, it's cool. <laughs> but I love it when I find furniture that I can sit in and not worry about it breaking because uh, yeah, yeah, you've seen this happen to me before. Um, even at your dad's house some you know 20 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> sat down in a brand new patio chair and two minutes later it was Dunzo. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I love Diamond Bear and the fact that they have one of these chairs out front. It's a great photo opportunity to post on the Instagrams. And what's great about stuff like that is you can take that picture and tag the brewery with your selfie or just whatever. And, uh, you know, Diamond Bear, so you can find them at Diamond Bear Brewing Co. on Facebook and Instagram. Or if you're on Twitter, just Diamond underscore Bear. So, again... Tag the brewery in those awesome photos, sit in the big chair. But, you know, before we, we got plenty of other stuff to talk about, yeah. I can go on and on and on about Ray Ray size furniture. <laughs> um, but really, I want to hear about the history of the brewery. And we've got Brittany on deck to talk about just that thing. So,
2: Diamond Bear Brewing Company is Arkansas's award winning brewery. The name Diamond Bear comes from the first two nicknames for Arkansas. Initially, Arkansas was called the Bear State. But in 1905, when diamonds were discovered in Arkansas, it was changed to the Diamond State. So, you know, I know the owner has a lot of love for history, you know, be it the state of Arkansas or just brewing history in general. So, you know, I think people see that when they come here to the tap room. Um, they can you know, taste it when they taste the quality here. It's like there's a lot of love for the process and the history and, you know, you know, tapping into our local resources, too.
1: And, Ray, you know, we've said it before. You want to make sure you check out the hours of operation. So uh, Diamond Bear is closed on Mondays. Uh, Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday, noon to 8, and Sunday, noon to 6. Closed on Monday. Uh, Everybody needs it. Joe needs a day off. Joe needs a day off.
0: He does. He works hard.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, you just got to give him a day off every now and then. Um, We love you, Joe. Um, So, really, what I want to get to is the beers we had on site. So I'm going to run through these real quick, and then we can talk about them in a little bit more detail. Ready? We had the, the Little Red Strawberry Lager, the Victory English Pale Ale, the Two-Term IPA, the Blue Golden Lager. And then it, as a bonus, uh, we got to try one of their hard seltzers, and I believe we tried the Mango. It was the Mango Hard Seltzer. Um, so the Little Red Strawberry Lager, um, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty clean tasting lager. had a had a good strawberry uh, flavor about it. The mouthfeel of the beer was really good. It was an easy drinking beer, and we've got two clips. We've got Brittany and Joe both talking about it. Let's let's go to them real quick.
2: Now we're about to have the the little red strawberry lager. So uh, the base of this uh, is the the blue. Um, so it's a clean lager, um, but we add real strawberries. You know, during the process, yeah. so it is not too fruity at all. Um, it is very drinkable. So, say I had a full pint, and you don't get tired of it. You know, sometimes fruity beers you get really tired of it in the middle of the glass. And this one is just it's great all the way through. It's just that hint of strawberry. You smell it, you taste it, but it's not too much. And, of course, named after a local river, which yeah.
3: is always awesome. fun. The base blue. is basically it's it's the same base that we use in our Blue Golden Lager. We just add strawberries to that base, and so it's basically blue with really well balanced strawberries. I've really worked hard to try to get that get that balance. You
0: know? And next we have up the Victory English Pale Ale, and we're going to let Russ talk about this beer. He's got quite a bit to say, actually, and, and I love all of it. So we'll give him a minute to give a description of this amazing beer.
4: Well, we originally, when we started in 2000, it was the first beer that we sold. I think we actually brewed our Munich Lager first, but it took a little longer. And so the pale ale that we came out with was the first beer. I was going to cut an and I was trying to like an American Brown, ale, a Munich Lager, English style pale and we were going to call it Victory Pale then. But I had some folks um, who, and it, 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 there was a reason behind that. I was going to put the uh, HMS Victory on there, which is the flagship, the most famous ship in British history, on the can. And the person, several people said, Duh. People will not understand that. So we did kind of like Sierra Nevada did. We just, Sierra Nevada just like uni branding instead of. Uh, Step down branding or separate branding, and so we just called it Diamond Bear Pillow. Mm-hmm. And with our last uh, um, design phase of the cans, we chose to go ahead and put the bear on there. It's a Churchill bear with a victory sign and victory, but the victory actually has like three meanings now. Okay, yeah, it's associated with Churchill, it's associated with the uh, well. well the victory is, you know, a little bit of history. Churchill's first victory sign was a little bit incorrect. It wasn't this, it was this. Okay. Which to the more common folks meant up your. Yeah. <laughs> so, so not nice. He yeah, had a little bit yeah, more pejorative It was not acceptable. <laughs> he didn't know that, and he had to be explained that. But it's, it's got a little bit of that. for it.
0: So this next beer is pretty special, too. It has a couple of cool stories to go along with it. Uh, the two term IPA. Uh, you can take a gander or take a guess at where you think this might go. But really, I want to let Joe talk about this and uh, we'll, we'll just let him set the story straight. Here's Joe.
4: We, uh, we started tweaking the beer and I worked with our hitler brewer that time, Charlie Kling. And I said, well, we need to get the hops a little different. So we use a cascade of hops along with the bubble hops. The bubble is a traditional English hops. Um, where were we at. So with the hops, it's really, the bearing hops is important, but the aroma hop in it is very important. So it's a bit of a hybrid. It's a West Coast beer as well as a, an English style pale ale. Okay. And uh, so we came out with that. And it was the very first medal we met 2003, won a silver. Okay. The GFF F- and the GFB. Okay. 2004, we won a gold medal in the World Beer Cup. Nice. Now keep in mind, we did You gotta pay money to enter these. A people think. Well, what are you in the next year? Well, we didn't enter it the next year. <laughs> so, and then we went on to win three, no, excuse me, silver, gold, gold, and gold. And we won back-to-back gold medals in the World Beer Cup. And keep in mind, they only have the World Beer Cup every two years. They don't have it every year like the So, it was ranked like the number one classic English PLL by judges, qualified judges, blind judges, in the world
1: for four years. Okay, so Joe's one of my favorite people. I'll be honest. Yeah, like you can't be around him, and, and and Russ and Brittany are good people too. And you know, there's a lot of smiles, and we had a great time. Um, Joe has just got that personality um, that, like, he he's got the personality where he, he like puts his arm around your shoulder and he brings in and kind of squeezes you, kind of like uh, your your favorite uncle or whatnot. Um. So the next beer we tried uh, kind of rounds out the the beer side of things is we had the Blue Golden Lager. And this is the beer that I've had plenty of times. I, I got a six pack of it a long time ago uh, and I grab one every now and then when I need some beers to share at the uh, camp out or uh, going to, a uh, you know, somebody's grilling or whatnot. So this is the Blue Golden Lager. Here's Joe talking about that real quick.
3: Two-term IPA is a double IPA. Oh no! Okay, that's um, okay. it's a nine point nine percent. So she's a big girl. No. She's a big girl. Line. She yeah, no is uh, one of those beers that uh, I don't drink a lot of in the tap room. Um, that's one of those beers that I will take home and and wow. consume. Um, that's a it's a fantastic double IPA. Um, lots of West Coast hops. It's a complete just. It's very sneaky boozy. There's no alcohol heat. So you'll be sitting there, you'll sit and have three or four of those, and then it's like, uh uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, it really is. But it's not heavy. It's not uh, cloyingly sweet like a lot of double IPAs are. It's very uh, clean finish.
1: And last but not least, we tried the mango seltzer. And Ray, I know you're not on a seltzer train altogether, but even you said you didn't mind this.
0: No, it's true. It's very true. I did say that. So uh, the,
1: the so the thing about Diamond Bear is they have um, you know a whole line of different hard seltzers at this point, um, and you can find them you know Kroger grocery store, Walmart, whatever. Um, so. We, we decided we want to try it. And uh, so let's listen to Russ talk a little bit about it, and we'll be right back. Uh,
3: the Blue Golden lagers, is just a classic uh, pills, just kind of like the German pills, just classic, easy drinking, um, low bitterness, low hoppiness, really balanced, clean finish. Um, it's kind of like if somebody comes into the tap room and says, what do you have that tastes like Bud Light? Some, someone who's never had a craft beer before.
1: Okay, so um, quick story, Ray. My quick story is this. We've featured their Pig Trail... Now, not that we had it while we were there, but we featured their Pig Trail Porter on a different episode of Craft Beer Bucket List, our original podcast. We both enjoyed that beer. Um, I've had their Oktoberfest, which is just called Fest Beer, um, before. Um, I've had their Little Red... Uh, that we've talked about. I had that before we had it on the flight. And then they have a presidential IPA, which I've had all really good beers. But the thing I want to get to the most is something that's special to you is the Big Rock.
0: Oh my gosh, man. I've drank so much of this at this point. And the Big Rock is a root beer, not a hard root beer. It's a non-alcoholic beverage. I love this. It's something I can share with my eight-year-old daughter. And uh, we we love these. Uh, I love breweries that that make the drinks on site for the family. Um, I'm a huge fan of root beer. I don't want to talk about the other brands that that I enjoy. I'm not trying to compare anything, but the root beer they make here at Diamond Bear, it's not like they have this you know this prefab mix that they just carbonate. They have like their own recipe from scratch that they make. And dude, it is so delicious. The carbonation is on point. It's just this bubbly cold beverage, and it really just. It hits my taste, bros, in just a certain kind of way, and uh, I love it. So I'm so glad you gave me a chance to just kind of go off on a tangent here because it's so good, <laughs> so yeah. so good.
1: So we need to go on a break real quick. Um, so what I'll say is, um, we we enjoyed all their beers, the ones we had on site and the ones we've had uh, before and after that. We enjoyed them all. They make really good beer, and I think they're going to continue to do some cool stuff and make some quality products. When we get back from the great break, we're gonna talk about beer flights, beer pints, cans, growlers, and where to find Diamond Bear where you're at right after this. Ray, you and I both love to travel. Something I love to do is visit national parks, uh, and state parks, right? Sure, sure. What's your uh, what's one of your favorite parks?
0: So my favorite park is Yellowstone. I yeah. absolutely love it. It's a pretty place. iconic park. Very iconic. What's your favorite national park, Mike?
1: I I, got to say, it's probably the Grand Canyon. Uh, It's just the the feeling you get when you look out across It's just amazing. It's incredible. Um, Right. But so the reason I'm bringing this up is I I just want to cue everybody in to a a very cool nonprofit initiative called Parks and Pints. P-A-R-K-S-N-P-I-N-T-S. So Parks and Pints, it's combining our love for beer and combining our love for parks They do a lot of different things to raise money to conserve, educate, and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to encourage everybody to go check them out. Uh, You can buy swag and support their cause and all that kind of stuff. It's at Parks and Pints
0: on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit parksandpints.com. Welcome back, everybody. And, uh, you know, before we went on a commercial break, Mike talked about a handful of things that we're going to talk about in the next segment of the show here. But something I wanted to bring up. And I hadn't really thought about this before until Joe mentioned it while we were on site in conversation. But water quality—I uh, think there's something to be said about not having to treat water, you know, and make it a certain kind of way before you brew it uh, or brew beer with it. Uh, but enough about me. Um, let's go to Miss Brittany talking about this, and uh, when she's done, we're going to segue into Joe, the head brewer, and his take on. The water quality. Here's Brittany.
2: Our water here in Central Arkansas is so great. Like, I'm from North Arkansas, you know, in the woods where sometimes the water tastes like sulfur. So, you know, to come down here and, like, have, like, really balanced showers and skincare, And, like, the water quality is so great coming from Central Arkansas. And so to have the beer here um, be made from that quality, you know, I think that's, that's something
0: to mention. Oh, and that was Brittany talking about the water quality. Uh, let's segue right into Joe and hear what he's got to say about it.
3: It makes my job a lot easier because we don't have to do any water chemistry. We don't have to work with water profiles and adding calcium fluoride, this, that, and the other to try to to get that water to the right, the right quality to... Uh, to brew that style sure. we can brew any style we want to here with no water treatment yeah.
1: so water quality is very important i like my water better when it's in a beer <laughs> so <laughs> right but but good water is uh, is is great and good water makes great beer um so the cool thing about diamond bear i'm a segue right out of that the good thing about diamond bear is that you can find them on a, in a pretty wide distribution? I can find them anywhere in Arkansas. Almost, uh, you get six packs of a wide range of their beers. The you know, a good especially the blue, the blue blonde lager, the str- red, the strawberry lager, and all that. They also, when you get on sites, they've got you can fill growlers. They've got a ton of product in cans in what I call the beer store. That's my favorite part of their brewery. You walk in, it's to the right. There's a lot of beer available and it's like a kid in a candy shop. You can't stop. You just got to keep getting stuff and it's all available. And something specific that you liked that you brought up that I didn't notice is you can choose your own case.
0: So yeah, you can mix and cool match the six
1: pack to make your own. Yeah. it's it, Well, it is pretty darn cool. Um, so that's what we did, right? We were like, well, I want this one. I want that one. So we mix and matched to made our own little case. Um, but on top of that, you can get, you know, some, some really good beer flights. Um, they do beer flights. Um, you can get a pint of anything. They've got a good selection, uh, on tap. There's a few things on tap that aren't in cans. So overall, it's just super cool. Um, but I want to round this out by letting Russ talk about distribution just a little bit.
4: Almost all of our beers are, that we have that we offer right now are in cans. Now, it depends on whether you go to a liquor store or Walmart. <laughs> if you Walmart, you're probably gonna, we've we, we done very well with Walmart and Grocery Channel in general, sure. but uh, they've got our blue golden lager, our strawberry, little red strawberry lager, they've got our Victory Pale Ale, they probably have our Diamond our Sparkling Seltzer or mm-hmm. our Sampler, and they might have our Presidential IPA. Okay. Might have it. The liquor store, it depends on the, where it's located. If it's uh, in prominary prominent area that's heavy craft, as they call it probably in all of them. Yeah. Big Trail Border, Irish Red, uh, the different diamonds.
0: And, uh. All right, so now that you know where you can get the beer, in and outside of the brewery, uh, something that a lot of breweries do, you know, one way or another, whether they have their own or if they bring in help from an outside source, is food. Uh, one thing about diamond, Bear hey Ray, we like, yeah, I like food. <laughs> Who doesn't like food, right? Yeah, and you know what, pairs hey. really good with food. What, what? What? Tell me what you got. I'll
1: tell you what pairs really good. I knew what you were gonna say, so I was just gonna like beats the punch, <laughs> dude. Uh, do you remember what we ate while we were there?
0: Uh, I ate a lot of things. Um, I've had several several food options there, but are you gonna mention the fries again?
1: Yes. <laughs> Heck yes. Something yes.
0: so simple can be so Dude, profound. they kill, it.
1: They kill it. Okay, but I'll, I'll be quiet and talk about the fries. Yeah, you got to talk about the fries. All right, I'll be quiet. Go.
0: Yeah, the fries. Uh, so I've enjoyed them there several times. Just just plain fries. Just a little bit of you know salt on it, whatever. They're so good. They're so crunchy. And it, it, there's just something about it that pairs great with, with beer in general. Um, so I would, I would pair the fries with an IPA just cause I'm, I'm a hophead I'm an IPA guy, but any of their other beers or even the root beer, I think would pair fantastically with those. And they've got plenty of other good food options. I encourage you to check out their menu and find what your favorite is. Um, you know, mine and Mike's are obviously the fries and they've got full entrees that are available, but I don't want to influence what foods you get with your beer. Just know that big Ray is down with the food at Diamond Bear. So, and what's and, and I'm going to segue, you know, out of this quickly, but what's great about a brewery with beer obviously and food is you can pair those things together with stuff to do. You can either eat and drink before you go do stuff or you can go do stuff build an appetite and a thirst and then come to Diamond Bear and quench both of those.
1: You can bookend it. You can start with Diamond Bear beer, go do something fun downtown, and come back and end your night with a Diamond Bear beer.
0: You can totally do that. But again, don't take my word for it. Don't take Mike's word for it. Here's Brittany talking about some things to do next or near to Diamond Bear. Uh, there's
2: so much to do in Arkansas. Um, I'm a young adult, so I go to... Um, you know, Argentina District has a lot going on. So say my birthday, my 30th birthday, I had it here in the back room of Diamond Bear and invited, you know, 50 people and then we walked down to Main Street and then we hit a couple pubs, um, you know, saw some live music. I'm pretty sure there was a Swedish folk band played um that came from the oh. Netherlands so that was pretty tight. But you've got Simmons Bank Arena right here. Go watch some professional wrestling. Go see some basketball, go see some baseball at the Trav Stadium, uh take a trolley across the river and go eat some fine dining. You know, um there's so much to do around here. This place is so well plugged in, so walkable, so connected. Um, and, you know, not to mention,
0: there's really great food here, too. So. All right. And so now that we've coupled this trifecta, beer, food, things to do, all of those things combined give you memories. Oh, I, I love that. It's a complete experience. Uh, but I want to give Russ now the opportunity to talk about some of his favorite memories in Diamond Bear history. Here's Russ. Well, probably
4: my favorite. Memories are, but we won our medals uh, when I was at the 2005 Great American Beer Festival. And I think we had several beers there that year. And we um, struck out in four categories. And, and so they got to, the, at that time, all the brewers you were know, all gathered, like 500 to 1,000 gather gathered around the state. And they announced them. And those bronze medal medals, blah. And the silver medal is blocked. And I was like, well, crap, I guess we didn't win. And, and and then they said, and the gold medal goes to Diamond Bearer Brewing Company. And I was standing with Russ, the guy told you about earlier from Lakefront and some others. And I'm like, holy cow, it's a awesome. yeah. run up to the stage and got it. And uh so that's one of the memories. And you know, we served our beer at President Clinton's birthday at uh, presidential IPA, and I asked him, by the way. Did you get that case of beer that I sent you? The first case that we did, we packaged it. He said, Russ, I didn't get that case of beer. Somebody must have pilfered it. <laughs> well, they must have, because I sent it to you. Yeah. So those are two recent. reasons. Uh, even though there's so many times, it's hard to say. But, you know, uh, we try to add an element of pleasantness to our community and pride. So those are the two things. We're trying to add something uh, that people appreciate. And people
1: cry. It's coming to one of my favorite parts of the podcast, Ray, is where we talk about our favorite beers. Before we do that, uh, I'd like to go into... So Joe gave us what he would say is a flight recommendation. Let's listen to that real quick.
3: You've never been here before and you're walking in and you order a flight. I'm going to say Pale Ale. Absolutely. The, the very first thing you should try is the Ale because it's... it's it's what built the brewery. Um, two-term, just because I love, I'm a hophead. Um, two-term, I, I absolutely adore. And it's one of those beers that, that you can give it six months of aging, and it's going to just be better after six months. Um, I would say two-term, uh, start with the pill, go two-term, then go blue. Absolutely. And then maybe try the uh one of our seasonals like Irish Red or best. When we got it, you're on tap. All
1: right. So Ray, I got a question. Uh and the question sure. is, sir, what is your favorite beer at Diamond
0: Bear? You know, I'm a hobhead. Anyone that's listened to our podcast over the years knows this. My favorite beer here. Was the two-term IPA? Huge fan of that. It may sound cliche coming from me, but hands down, fantastic beer. That one really spoke to me, and uh, I, I like it a lot.
1: You know, and and so I know sometimes you know we, we talk about this, and we've got like a clear-cut winner, right? So you're like, boom, I knew exactly what it was. For me, it was a little bit harder. Um, for so, I really like their their Victory English Pale Ale. I thought it was really good. I really like their strawberry lager, but you know, overall, the winner for me has got to be their blue golden lager. It's just such an easy drinking beer. It tastes I mean, it's crisp. Um, you know, it's got the, I don't know, dude, it's just so easy to drink and it tastes great. Let's just put it that way. So, I'm going to say sure. blue golden lager. Um So that's it. You know, you, you got the flight recommendation from Joe, you got race favorite beer, you got my favorite beer. Uh some good
0: beer at Diamond Beer. Absolutely right. So, but to to start to round things out a little bit, Mike, so you know about the, the brewery, you know about the beers, you know the cool stuff they have, the giant chair, the French fries, the beer store, the build your own case of beers. Oh my gosh, so many cool things here. So I want to encourage you to make plans to come visit Diamond Bear. Uh before you do that, check out their social medias in case hours of operations have changed since the recording of this podcast. Find them at DiamondBear.com, Diamond Bear Brewing Co. on Facebook and Instagram, or Diamond underscore Bear at Twitter. Reach out to them. Say, hey, I tried this beer. I love it. Take photos there. Take photos with your beer. Tag them in your photographs. Uh, the breweries love that. Uh, we love that. Mike and I do it all the time. Um, so please go ahead and do that. But Mike, why don't you just kind of summarize our experience overall and then we'll look to completely wrap out this episode.
1: Yeah. So Diamond Bear Brewing, 600 North Broadway, North Little Rock, Arkansas, 72114. That's my spiel right there. That was pretty good, right? Really quick. <laughs> Absolutely um, right. <laughs> so you you walk in, you you know, you immediately see the tap, you walk in, you see the tap room, you've got the the patio outside. Um, you've got the what I call the beer store, Um, you walk in, you get, you're greeted by wonderful people. Uh, we met Russ and we actually met, uh, his wife as well. And she was super sweet. Um, we met Joe, Brittany, all good people. So we had good people, good beer, cool space. That's a cool trifecta. And we add on top of it, great food. Uh, the French fries, especially, um, I can't talk about how great this place is. And again, it's in North little rock. It's easy to access and it gives you easy access to a lot of other things going on in the area, dude. I give this place a 20 out of 10 up to you, Ray, take it out.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So, but everybody, thank you so much for checking out another awesome episode of the Arkansas beer cast. Wow. Dude, I tell you what, I love doing this. This is a fantastic collaborative endeavor with the Arkansas Guild of Brewers uh, thank you to everybody at Diamond Bear who are such generous hosts and uh, helped us to create this episode so thank you again to all the listeners I appreciate you guys be sure to also check out hashtag AR Beer and uh, you know what do me a solid guys please 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 don't drink and drive but do drink local and we will catch y'all on the next episode of the Arkansas Beer Cast Adios
1: Thank you for joining us on the Arkansas Beercast. Be sure to explore more episodes and get your brewery passport stamped as you discover
0: all the breweries of Arkansas. The Arkansas Beercast is a collaborative project with the Arkansas Brewers Guild and Craft Beer Bucket List. You can find the Arkansas Brewers Guild at arkansasbrewersguild.com and we encourage you to find Craft Beer Bucket List wherever you get your podcasts.